Welcome to the SAMA podcast. We ask the smartest customer-facing people in B2B how to become trusted advisors to the customers their companies can't afford to lose. I'm Harvey Dunham. It is my pleasure today to be speaking with Mallory Cowell from LP Building Solutions. And before I uh, ask her to say a couple of words to, to get started here, I just want to let you know why we wanted to interview Mallory. She was actually part of a customer advisory panel that we here at SAMA were asking for feedback on from our members and our customers. And what we learned during her session was is that she's a, just new to the strategic account management position, relatively speaking. She's new to her company and she's new to her customer. And this all happened once the pandemic kicked in. So she's had to absorb all these changes and learn all these things virtually. And we thought we have got to talk to Mallory. So Mallory, thank you so much for joining the SAMA podcast series. Thanks Harvey. So, you know, given this, build up about this current job and this big change that you went through. I mean, what's it been like to join a new company, inherit a new team, be assigned a new customer without the benefit of meeting anyone face to face? Yeah, I joined the current company, like you said, in, um, in this position in May of last year. So right at the start of the building material demand surge um, and everyone really trying to adjust to the new normal. Um, I think one of my biggest learnings throughout all of this has been to flat out ask how people prefer to communicate. <laughs> Got to be very blunt in this environment. Um, internally, it, it took a few months to get into a rhythm with our support teams. You know, do, do we really need to have a weekly call about this? Or can we, you know, work collaboratively in teams on this project? And I've really, I've really come to appreciate that option because it allows everyone to work on a task together, but on their own time, which we all know with kids, family on your own time in this environment is very important, very important. You know, obviously there will still be deadlines, but then if you do have a regular call about a certain project or material, you know, there shouldn't be any surprises and the call can be a lot shorter, which I think we all appreciate. Um, you know, as I was preparing for, for our chat today too, I was thinking through, um, thinking through, you know, there's, there can be some negatives if you talk, think through like, oh, I can't meet people in person or, no, but I think some positives on virtual work is that um, an interesting advantage that we all have is that we're all the same size square on the screen, right? Um, it can create like a more democratic environment and maybe someone who's normally too shy to speak up in person might be more willing to speak up since we're all sitting there on the same size screen. So uh, there have been some positives, but yeah, just kind of thinking about how, asking how people internally and your customer prefer to communicate would probably be my biggest takeaway. Interesting. It, it, what was there a, a noted full difference between how internal people like to communicate with you versus external? I'm just curious. I think internal. I think the biggest thing is for me, it was reducing the number of calls. You know, there, and and that you know, some corporates have dictate kind of the frequency of calls or meetings than others. Each corporate has a different culture, but. Now in this role, I was able, you know, I'm the, I'm the manager of the account, right? I'm kind of the glue holding, holding all of our various support teams together and communicating with the customer. And for me, I, I was just like, some of these were unnecessary. And so if, when I was able to show my internal team, hey, maybe this hour long call every Friday, if I value your time, I value my own time. 
let's work on this in teams and maybe we meet on it biweekly for a, for 30 minutes to see about what the what the results were. So that has proven very effective for my internal teams, kind of building respect with them, saying, hey, I value your time, I value what you're working on. So um, that has been effective for me. So. And just generally, I mean, what was the biggest challenge to adjusting to selling virtually? I mean, because you, you've, you've had a fair amount of experience. I didn't really mention this when I introduced you, but uh, coming into this position, so it, selling wasn't new to you, but boy, selling virtually had to be just completely. You know, SAMA 101 is that we aren't here to sell, right, anything. Right. <laughs> you know, so keeping our strategic account management learnings top of mind, it's been absolutely vital as we've all stepped back behind a screen. Um, and I think also, you know, think there are things like not knowing or seeing your customer's calendar, you know, this ties back to communication preferences. You know, I mentioned asking how people communicate, you know, navigating with your customer. It's, um, I read an interesting article in The Economist the other day. Um, the title is Virtual Insanity. <laughs> <laughs> um, it made an interesting point about building trust without familiar social cues. So one of the quotes was like, every late response to an email and glance to the side on a video screen breeds suspicion. Um, and virtual negotiations are more likely to reach an impasse. So this may sound a little doom and gloom, but it highlighted how, you know, how aware we need to be of our customers' communication preferences as well. Um, I mentioned asking how our internal folks prepare, you know, or prefer to receive in information. Um, but with your asking your customer has, has always been important, right? No matter whether we're virtual or not, that's always been important, but it's even more, even more so now. And, you know, the buyer I work with, manages dozens and dozens of suppliers. So I need to be very visual, very to the point in my written communication. I learned that by asking, <laughs> um, but also utilize kind of our face-to-face -face time or on the phone time, you know, strategically where, you know, my personality still shines through, but you know, make it clear that I'm not wasting their time. So kind of, I'm very grateful for this. I dove right in to the core zero classes, you know, within the first month of my <laughs> position, which is, is some of it was overwhelming, but I'm so grateful that I did because it kept those concepts top of mind um, when I was interacting with everyone. So. Wow, that's great. Yeah, it's uh, interesting that it's, the, you know, the situation where you, you've uh, had to grasp so much so quickly. It's <laughs> Maybe it's easier to just jump into the deep end of the pool and, and uh, versus having taken, to do it. It has taken time. I'll definitely say walk then, but walk before you run when you're in a, in a big role. So. Did you notice, uh, you know, I'm, uh, one of the things that strikes me is, is that while this was all new to you, it was also all new to your peers and you, you knew staff members. And so everybody was fighting with the same thing. So it, I guess, did that help at all that it was, you know, everybody was kind of going through a similar experience? Yeah, I think so. And then for me coming in new, you know, I, I was never able to get, I still have not been to our corporate office um, to meet people in person. So I think... I think, yes, you know, we're all in this together mindset definitely helped, you know, we're all trying to figure it out and kind of back to my comment about, you know, being respectful of people's time, being even more aware of that has been huge. Um, you know, one navigating internally, you know, I was given really, really great advice at the outset and it was to set up 15 to 20 minutes on select recommended leadership's calendars to introduce myself and ask for their advice or expertise. Keep it short, be prepared because that, you know, again, respecting other people's time. But, you know, right now it's the only way 
to get myself in front of our internal leadership. <laughs> um, I'm not going to the office. So I have not had anyone, anyone reject that request yet. <laughs> um, but it, it's kind of, you know, it's, it gives, makes them feel good about you're coming to them because of their experience, you know, and then at the same time, showing that I'm interested in, in hearing what they have to say about the account, about the culture, about my position. Um, I'm also really fortunate that you know, my manager has been, has made it a concerted effort to get me involved internally. So she's volunteered me for some task force groups. And I've also joined our diversity, equity, and inclusion team. Um, these require minimal time commitments. We're not talking about, you know, hours and hours of time commitment, but they're another way for me to meet people that I would not otherwise not have met yet. Um, and, you know, and this really, I've said this already, but, you know, it's, this idea is important in a non-virtual world as well. And so it's really just highlighting some of the skills that an, a good account manager would incorporate in a normal time. <laughs> um, but, you know, building rapport with other departments has always been important for success. So Nice. Well, you know, it, you're reinforcing something that I learned when I came to SAMA, in fact. I, I knew it before, but I'd even re it's something that we do more of, which is people like to be interviewed. Yes. <laughs> yeah. it, it's interesting because, you know, in your normal life, you don't get many opportunities for somebody mm -hmm. to interview. You just like the conversation we're having here. And it's, it's actually nice. It's kind of fun. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And if you've been with the company for a long time, you should be proud of some of your successes and things you've worked on. And to tell someone new coming on board, what a little bit of your history. I mean, again, keep it short, but I, what what harm can come from that? I mean, it's it's it was a touch base, a great relationship, you know, conversation starter. So it's been it's been very valuable for me so far. Oh, that's neat. I haven't that's done really it to the cool. CEO yet, but you know, I'll keep it <laughs> I'll keep it VP level and below for now. So. <laughs> Time and a place for everything. <laughs> yeah. But you should get there. I think that'd be an interesting conversation. <laughs> so you you know uh, about your customer, mm -hmm. the customers traditionally very transactional in many respects. What's your approach so far to trying to elevate the relationship to a more strategic level than, than just a pure transactional level? Absolutely. I mean, all the things I just discussed, but, you know, in kind of thinking about that coming into this, this chat, you know, it has truly been an ongoing effort to navigate the day-to-day, -to, -day, to stay relevant, to really blindly compete for mindshare. So it is, it is definitely been a crawl and not a run, um, right. you know, as a SAM or a, a strategic, strategic account leader, strategic account manager, you know, your job is to become a key resource, but you know, you develop that relationship by aligning your teams with your customers teams, showing that not only do you as the account manager value the partnership, but your company considers them a strategic customer for us, you know, because of a lot of turnover on both sides, that is one of the things that was very challenging coming in with our relationship with the customer. Um, you know, I can say I value you as a strategic customer, but if there is not a sentiment that my company corporate values their company corporate as a strategic customer, you're not going to get very far. Um, it's been almost a year. And honestly, it's something I'm still working hard on um, every day. My, my advice to anyone would be that this is something that doesn't happen overnight. <laughs> Level set your expectations. <laughs> Um, I was thinking through that and I had taken right when I started the Gallup Strengths Finder. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Two of my top strengths are activator and driver. So, you know, I come into a role and I'm, I want to make drive change and take action <laughs> and really, you know, 
do something. Um, and you gotta, you know, you have to really level set that you're not gonna drive change in a day. This is a slower process, um, you know, to bite off one chunk at a time, especially when you can't get in front of people face to face. So. Well, and I suppose it's really true in any relationship. If we step back and think about it, you build a relationship over time. Absolutely. It's going to take some time. Yeah. Yeah. There's, and there's a consistency element. There's a truthfulness element. There's a, I'm going to be accountable element. There's a do as I say, say what I do uh, element. You know, there's a lot of things that go into that. Absolutely. Yeah. And especially when it's, you know, that ability to be personal and, and in the person's office and all is removed. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it's, it's going to, it's just that much more uh, difficult. Although sometimes I, you know, I don't know, are you experiencing, you know, when you see a situation where you're talking to the customer or, and, and you know, maybe a dog walks in or, or <laughs> they get interrupted by their kids or something like that. I suppose that helps a little, doesn't it? I would say I've had that more with internal um, communication than I have with the customer. Cause my, my again, the, cu the customer communication is, is limited. I get very right. specific. You know, I, that's one thing is that I don't want to, I don't want to just be, um, I don't want to get lost in the emails kind of where I was thinking like there's, you know, I'm one of dozens of suppliers. I don't want to get lost in a sea of emails, but I also don't want to be that supplier that calls at every little thing. So right. for the customer internal though, um, you know, I was, that reminds me that that economist article that I mentioned earlier talks about how previously we had a work persona and a home persona, but during COVID there's just now one persona. Right. <laughs> You know, we see the kids and the pets on camera and get a glimpse into some personal lives. And uh, um, I think I'm very fortunate um, that my manager and, and our company as a whole is very respectful of business hours and time off. Uh, I think that's, you know, I know that isn't true for everyone. So I'm very fortunate. You know, I don't have to navigate abnormal work times or weekends. But, but I think my challenge has been to manage my own personal time better, right? So, mm. it's, you know, when I'm on set aside that focus time where, when you're in do not disturb mode. Um, I did it. I'm doing it right now while, while we're talking and I did it an hour prior to our chat, just to kind of sit down and focus and think through some of these things we we're going to discuss. And that's huge when you're getting IMs and emails and phone calls and you feel like you always have to be on. So, um, yeah. Wow. Amazing. You've, a lot of, a lot of learning has been done over the last year. <laughs> There's been a lot. Yeah. I know you got, you got my wheels turning and kind of all the experiences I've had over the last 12 months. So, so, but it's great. It's very, it's been very insightful and very helpful to think about. So. Wonderful. You know, there's one other thing that's is topical and your, your uh, reference, the economist twice. I'm a great economist reader, which Nicholas <laughs> can attest to. I've got the paper copy right in front of me. I'm the <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've got, I've got an article right over here that I sent the other day and I'll, they're, you, you probably saw the picture of the large ship that was uh, blocking the Suez Canal. As I understand it, there's a bunch of ships sitting <laughs> offshore Los Angeles trying to be able to get into the dock so they can unload their goods, as if you didn't have enough challenges. Absolutely. I'd say the one thing that's been helpful as a reminder in, in this crazy demand and logistics shortage, it's, it's been crazy. And so just kind of reminding yourself that you're not the only supplier communicating this same message. Um, and then I think also what has been really helpful for us is being very transparent very early on. So, you know, we had a quarterly QBR and we brought our VP of supply chain to the call to, you know, spent 30 minutes discussing the economy, the industry, you know, what's going on with the freight shortage, 
the raw material shortages. And you would, we were a little worried bringing him on first to that call because I'm like, oh great, we're gonna start the call out, it's gonna be doom and gloom, right? It's like, oh, you're only, you keep telling us negative information. And the customer was engaged, they asked lots of questions and they appreciated that we were one of, if not the first suppliers to communicate some of that information to them. So transparency has been more important than ever in this environment. Well, transparency and selling with experts too, bringing the, the right expert in at the right time. Exactly, yep. Uh, amazing. Yeah. Well, I don't know that anybody's ever had a first year as a Sam like you, Mallory, but <laughs> everything I can tell is, is that you're soaring. So uh, well done, congratulations. It's been Thanks. so nice talking trying to you. Can't take my activator and activate in little chunks at a time, right? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. You're, uh, you're, you're dishing it out and, and <laughs> don't need to spend it all in one, in one call, right? You dish exactly. it out over time. Exactly. <laughs> well, I can only imagine what year two is, and beyond is going to bring you. <laughs> Much success, good selling. Thank you. I, uh, I know you'll do great things with your customer and with this position that you have. So, and thank you so much for sharing with the, the SAMA community and with us. It's just fantastic. Oh, it's been my pleasure. SAMA has been a wonderful resource for me since I started. So it's, it's absolutely my pleasure. Glad to hear it. Go well. Good selling. <laughs> Thanks.